Welcome to the Property Chit Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Louise Roke, where I talk about everything and anything property. All right, today I'm speaking to Andy Chu, and Andy runs his own photography business called Draw Photography. And Andy is going to talk to us today about the different products that are available out there and also the reason why it is imperative to have good photos and nowadays, more than ever, videos. Hi Andy, thanks for joining me. Thanks Louise, thanks for having me. Yeah, good to see you. So Andy, first of all, why, you know, why do vendors need to get professional photography? What are the advantages of that? Well, Louise, it's like age-old saying to leave it to the professionals. You wouldn't use your smartphone or your tablet to take photos of your wedding, for example. Although a lot of people think that photography is not a big deal, it actually is. After we finish taking photos, there's a lot of process that goes behind the camera. We need to deliver the files to our retouchers to get it fully retouched such as replacing blue skies. If we take photos, say on a cloudy day, we can replace the sky to make a nice and blue sky. We can replace the lawn. We can remove some sort of clutter that is not very eye appealing. (laughs) You better not give people any ideas, Andy, because they might get you to go to a run-down old shack. And then, of course, the sales consultant comes along and the buyer's expecting this green lawn in this beautiful place. And you get there and it's (laughs) gone. Yeah, what I've actually described above is pretty much a standard practice for us. We pretty much do sky replacement and grass enhancement for all the shots just to give it a bit more oomph. You can control everything, but then you can't control the weather on the day. Sometimes when we are working towards a deadline that we have to meet, we just don't have the window of opportunity up our sleeves to wait for a perfect day. There's a lot of back-end work that goes behind photography. Yeah. What should people do when they know that a photographer is booked in? What should they do prior to the photographer coming to get the property ready? There's quite a bit that the vendor can actually do before the day of photography. First example, give your house a good water blast. If the house hasn't been water blasted or washed in the last five or six years, give it a good wash, especially the decks, the pavers or the courtyard. Give the hedges a trim, clean the windows, maybe just give the garden a general tidy up. That's pretty much the the outside. If you really want to go into details, you can actually repaint some of the fences or some of the little stuff that you think needs a bit of juicing up. I'll tell you one thing, Andy. I always say to vendors, the easiest and most cost-effective thing you can actually do, and by the way, don't look at my windows at the moment, but (laughs) is actually cleaning your windows. It's just incredible the difference that that makes for a property. And the other thing is, if you've got a water tank on your property, for goodness sake, make sure you've taken off the pipe to the water tank because I've had that happen. And um, the water blast has come along and, of course, all the water, all the rubbish has gone into the water tank. Yeah, so, okay, and just putting the effort in. Putting the effort in and then just be mindful that although photographers can do amazing things with their cameras, but then we are not magicians after all, the house still needs to be prepared in its best possible way for us to take beautiful photos. And then what I've described above was pretty much the external. Internally, there's quite a bit that you can do as well, such as the general decluttering, moving some bigger furnitures out into a garage or a spare room, and then maybe do some home staging, you know, putting in some fresh flowers, fruit balls, or have some colorful cushions. And then also another misconception, sometimes when I'm dealing with vendors, they think that an empty room will make the space look bigger. 
it's not necessarily true. So you do need to have some furnitures in the room to actually bring out the space of the room. I mean, an empty room doesn't mean that, wow, it's a big room. It's not the case. But then in saying so, having a three-seater sofa in a two-by-three-meter office, it's not a good idea because, I mean, it basically jams up the room. That's what I'm saying about removing some bigger furnitures and then replace it with maybe some smaller furnitures. What photos are doing, and correct me if I'm wrong, is the emotional pull. And I always say to people, the more emotional you can get people, the wider their wallet opens. So the investment in photography to get that emotional pull that you look at a photo and as the old saying goes, a picture says a thousand words, it's so true. Oh, definitely. And, you know, it's really, really interesting that concept with the brain, isn't it? Because I know that I was going to some retirement village one time and there was two identical apartments. One had furniture in it and the other one was empty. I couldn't believe that they were the same size and I always remembered that. I thought the layout and everything was the same. The one with the furniture was the one that looked bigger. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Furniture definitely helps bringing out the size of the room. For example, if you're limited to the amount of furniture you can have, or maybe it's a rental property that you don't have any furniture, there's a service that we can provide as a virtual staging. Oh, do you do that, do you? I mean, if you have got a house without any furniture, we can actually go and take the photographs and then just put in some furniture in designated areas like if it's a lounge, we can place some furniture at the lounge. If it's a bedroom, we can do the same. I mean, there's no excuse. And I really want to talk about that, actually, Andy. And I'm sorry, I know you sent out a new thing the other day saying what you did, but I didn't actually realise that you did that. And I have used that once a few yeah. years ago because there was a new house and, of course, they didn't stage it. So we did the virtual staging and obviously in the advert we had to say that it was virtually staged. Of course. But gosh, the difference. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, Yeah, again, it's all about bringing out that emotion to the viewer. Having a staged house is just that much better. Yeah, and you're selling the lifestyle, aren't you? Saying to people, this is what you can do. You can sit here, look out over the whatever, and, you know, rearrange and think about it in your mind and walk through Mm -hmm. the place. That's brilliant. So that's another service that I didn't know about that you can actually get done. Yeah. So it's like the, the amount of technology that's evolving every day that we can actually do quite a bit to enhance the marketing now compared to maybe 10 or 12 years ago. Back then, we are very, very limited to what we can do. Basically, just have to take photos as best as possible. Or we have to use additional lighting. We have to use tripods. A lot of equipment focused. And then whereas now, it's all about the back-end work, about the processing, about the retouchers, and then the technology that we've got in abundance of we really need it for. Yeah, it's so exciting, it's, it's isn't great. it? It's just great, yeah. In this lockdown, it's been quite interesting, actually, because we did a marketing plan and we had video in there. And, of course, that was one thing that they didn't want to do. And I thought to myself, look, whatever they do, they need to do video. And, of course, the next minute, nobody was going to know that we'd end up in this lockdown situation. And we've had a hell of a lot of interest in the property. But a lot of people said, of course, have you got video? So, of course, the vendors said, geez, I wish we'd got video done. And I said, yeah, because the thing is, it doesn't matter where you are in New Zealand or in the world. That's just fabulous, isn't it? So do you want to talk to us a little bit about video? Well, video is just another way to push your marketing even further to the various social platforms that's available right now, such as Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. It's just another way of getting your property out there so more viewers can be engaged in what you have got on offer. Especially younger buyers, they like to look at videos instead of photos because video for them is just so much quicker. 
they probably spend about a minute or a minute 30 watching through this whole video clip of the house and oh, they'll have I a see. good understanding of the house. Right. It's always a time matter these days, you know, isn't it? And then they can, they can watch this video on the way to work or on the bus ride or mm. wherever. It's so convenient. Photos is always going to look a lot better than video, but then photos doesn't give the people, how do I say it? The video is going to sort of walk you through the property and, you know, look at that view, how it looks from the deck and how it pans around and that type of thing. Definitely. And it's more about a better connections between room to room or spaces to spaces a photo aesthetic because that's the main thing i think people want to know the flow of the property definitely flow is very important thing so besides the video we also do floor plans a 2d floor plan not an architectural plan but then a floor plan that everyone can actually understand we can do in a couple of different ways. We can actually go physically measure it, the whole house, with the laser measurer, and then we send it off to our CAD artist. And then the CAD artist will basically talk out the floor plan of the house. In scale, everything is fairly accurate. That's I wouldn't great. say 100% accurate, yes. but then at least 90 to 95% accurate about the sizes. And then, I mean, when a potential buyer is looking at properties on the market, they may be looking at 10 or 20 houses a day. And then they will sometimes forget about the layout of this house, the particular house that they're interested in. So that's when a floor plan is really, really helpful. This is where the bedroom is, or this is where the kitchen is, okay. And then there's a deck out to the kitchen. And then it's just another way to make that, that house more memorable. Because there used to be an old saying that when you see people bringing their tape measure, that they're very interested in the property. So (laughs) if they're clicking on your floor plan a few times, you know that they're wondering. Yeah, the floor plan is always kind of like a compulsory item. Maybe 95% of the agent that we're working with will always order a floor plan. It's like a no-brainer for a lot of people now. Yeah, so definitely very, very helpful. I think that's the main thing too. As a vendor, you've got to think to yourself, well, look, what am I trying to achieve as far as marketing goes? And it's the practical things that you need to think of. You need to turn yourself around and say, well, if I was a buyer looking at a property, what would I want to see and what would I want to know? Definitely. Okay, Andy, that's just amazing, the stuff that you've gone through today. It's it's a no-brainer. People who are doing any marketing need to be looking at these products first and foremost in this new world we're living in. Thanks a lot, Andy. That's really appreciated. Thanks, Louise. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Property Chit Chat. Subscribe to hear all our episodes. If you want further information, visit goodtonic.co.nz and hit the Property Chit Chat tab. Till next time, over and out.